welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. How are we all today? Good, I guess. What are you doing now? <laughs> what do you think? Very nice. <laughs> I know, right? Nods. What's your name? What's yours? I don't have one. It's a secret. Please tell me. Please tell me. I am just curious. I'm sure you are. I am definitely not. Aha! I did not think so. Aha! I did not think so. I know so. What do you know? What do you know? I am just curious. Fair enough. Is it? Maybe. Maybe? If. 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 Precisely. Would? Would not. Would not. Why not? Why not? Because. Why not? And scene. So, wow, guys. <laughs> a, real, um, a real beautiful, dramatic reading of um, my favourite piece of 21st century prose, Skype Autocorrect. Yeah, Skype Auto Answer by prolific author Skype. Skype Cortana, isn't it? That's that's their one implementation of their terrible Siri knockoff was to suggest things to say in your conversation. And this is the result. A piece of audio so unlistenable that I am honestly amazed if anyone else is still here. Do you remember those chatbots you could get on MSN? Oh, Smarter Child. Oh god, yeah. Smarter Child. Yeah. Did you ever try and like set one against itself? Oh, that that was the best time. That is the best time, but it kind of quickly devolved into similar to what you just heard there. I wonder if perhaps they were communicating on another level. What, in code? In code. It's not the letters at the front, it's the letters underneath. They're the ones that you need to be looking for. The letters at the back, exactly. Um, whichever letters you're not reading, that's the ones they're using. To plot. <laughs> I, have an, I have an unrelated question. Yes? How many apple seeds is too many apple seeds to ingest? Um, speaking as a Johnny or speaking as a, a... Like, what's the context here? I ate a bunch of apple seeds. Okay. Oh, man, you're going to be so sick. Yeah, but... You're going to be... It's going to be so sick how you're going to have a tree in your belly. Yeah, you guys have known me long enough to know that I spend 24-7 being so sick. Yeah. So sick of apple. And <laughs> if that presumably is due to the apple seed ingestion, then, uh... Just realised that I've had the speakers on this entire time. That's fine. We'll get some sick blowback. I'm glad you've you've stopped stopped it now. I have stopped it now. Or have I? Maybe I'm just drawing attention to it. Well, who knows? I do. I didn't. Didn't you? Would not. If <laughs> no. Oh man. See, look, we spent so long ragging on uh, Cortana. It turns out that's actually just how people talk normally. That yeah. I mean, if you kind of play them. Side by side, it's very difficult to tell which one is our genuine conversation and which one is the sort of Skype-focused, Skype-powered AI interaction. If you were to line up all the audio from all the episodes um, and then play it back next to an algorithm of problem-solving, actually would be yeah. imperceptibly different. Similar to how people have sort of overlaid Skrillex songs or Linkin Park songs, and they actually all sound the same. It's the same with our podcast. Every episode is the same episode. We're just rehashing old ideas. We're using the same four chords just over and over again. That's how things get done in this modern economy. It's the result of a, uh, it's a soundboard. Before we started recording the show, we made a soundboard of all of our words. 
Yeah. And then we just hit buttons at random before the show each week. And then uh, that's... Uh, exactly. Profit. That's profit. Because. I could. Would that I could. Um, so we've given away our secret, but that's not to mean that we, we can't, you know, still churn this engine and get some sick content out of it. I agree. Is that what an engine does? You don't get content from an engine and does an engine churn yeah well no that's the part that i know for sure for sure like i'm a i'm a well-established gearhead and i know that <laughs> engines are much like butter mills in that they yes. both create churn based energy yeah <laughs> try powering your car on a butter mill and see how far that gets you you wouldn't say to someone eat my dust unless the dust was going to be edible and it's only going to be edible if you've churned it that's true it would be illegal to say otherwise yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. have to say, take my dust, put it in, my, in your mouth, but not for ingestion. Observe my dust, not for ingestion. Observe my dust. All the dust would have to come out on those little silica gel packets. Caution, not for human consumption. Which would sort of limit the audacity of your action. But that's okay, because we're not gearheads, other than Oscar. Yeah, I am. We're Speaking problem so. heads, which sounds like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually... Listen here, problem head. Or a, or a diagnosis. I'm sorry, miss. Your son, he has the worst case of problem head I've ever seen. Your son, your mm. son, he had an air conditioner dropped on his head, see? And now he's got the worst case of problem head I've ever experienced. Mike, your two cigarettes a day, 10 days. <laughs> He'll be cure, dead. The cure is 10 days. Well, if your son can survive 10 days on two cigarettes a day, he's cured. If he can't survive, he's a witch. Natural selection. I tell you what, I love this 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 turn of the century guy. He's he's fun. I'll I'll, I'll be yeah. Congratulations, everyone! You've just witnessed a new character. It's oh it's god, born in nineteen fifties, the golden age of cinema. Announce a man. He needs a, He needs a name. He can't just be nineteen fifties man. No, he's he's born in the age of cinema. Seen the seen the changes in the world. My name's today. Frederick Tushine. I'm here to tell you the good news. <laughs> Frederick Tushine here to tell you the great news about the fantastic new invention, penicillin. Penicillin. <laughs> what era are you in, Frederick Tushine? Frederick Tushine is a man stuck between times when an experiment went I, wrong in his lab. He's different. He is in the era of um, sort of capitalism really taking hold, I think, because it's very clear that he's shilling for penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> Frederick Tushine is governed by no man nor government. However, if penicillin wants to... <laughs> slip a couple of, of pennies into Freddy's pocket. I'll look the right way. You'll look the right way. The right way <laughs> is the way of the future of penicillin. <laughs> penicillin, get it now. Add it to your two cigarette recommended, <laughs> government mandated, recommended. Recommend recommended. I've lost my mind. I haven't had my daily penicillin shot. Let's get this done quickly. As you can see, he immediately falls apart when coming under medical scrutiny. <laughs> He's Wait, not a doctor. He's not a doctor. He's <laughs> this is not a cuddle law. He's got no formal training. <laughs> no formal legal training. No. He can't give counsel, which is a shame. We're here to solve up some problems with Tom, Joel and Oscar and also Frederick Tushine. Yeah. Um, he stepped out for a minute. I'll be taking over while he's off having a cigarette break. Yeah. I have a problem here from Twitter um, from Kellen Sherman. That's K Sherman Sports on Twitter. They've said, you ever see a video online that you want to watch, decide to watch a different video first, and then come back to it, then you can't find the first video again. 
Yes, all the time. YouTube's homepage is monstrous. It's a, it's a nightmare. I do this with videos. I do this with articles. I do this with tweets. I do this with threads and things on Reddit. The internet is a wealth of knowledge. Everyone knows that. Every piece of information ever is out there on that internet. Finding that piece of information is its own sort of golden goose egg. It hasn't even hatched See, yet. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like finding it is too much of a trouble. It's refinding it that's really throwing mm. a spanner in the works. The one that always How gets is me is when I'm like, I I encounter an issue with like Photoshop or Logic or something like that. And I don't know mm. how to immediately fix it. So I'll Google it and I'll find a certain, a certain combination of words will help me find the solution. Yeah. And then I'll fix the problem and that'll be great. And then down the line, I'll encounter the same problem again, but can't remember the same combination of words to get me to the right search result. Yeah. So for genuinely six months, I had it so that my logic window wouldn't leave my debt. Like it wouldn't leave my screen. Even if I minimized it, it would still just pop up because I'd, clicked a button somewhere that kept it there as a constant reminder and i couldn't remember for the life of me what i typed in to fix it the first time so i just accepted it and just left it because i couldn't find that article again because i didn't think to look in my history and then by the time i did it was too late there were too many new things yeah too many searches for things that you're trying to find yeah too many searches i, I like you say refined mm. yeah so we've got we've got search engines mm. can we not just create a research engine i mean that is essentially just using Google again. Hang on. But Google, but only for things that you have already seen. Searched engines. Searched engine. Now this I could maybe get on board with, but it needs to be so intuitive as to like require almost no input from the user. Mm. Because the trouble with this is, is that like you can't, you don't know what to search. You can't find this again. It's, it's away from you. Google requires too much impetus from the user we need searched engines which by the way i love google requires too much conscious input from the user what google is not making use of is subconscious input from the user i'm gonna bring back a fws favorite your boy pavlov right so yeah go on everyone knows about the pavlov the pavlov is a man who rang a bell and the dogs went crazy. He was the original Khalees. He was to dog saliva what Khalees was to milkshake and boys. So what <laughs> my I'm, bell brings all the dogs to the yard. And, and they're I'm like, like, I'm I'm involuntary salivating because of the <laughs> the, the, the forced response you've given me. Yeah. You monster, you deserve to burn. Uh I think oh, that, that third verse. Yeah, you know, it's got a good hook. I think that what we need to implement is a use of sense memory slash like physical input to physically bookmark these things. Mm. So you find a result that you like, and when you see it, you've got to do something. Now I'm saying it out loud, it's not really like Pavlov at all, but I just I can't get my mind off that good bad dog guy. There's... So when when you see something that you know you want to come back to, you need to trigger something that the searched engine will kind of bookmark in the back of its head. Yeah, you need to like ring a bell physically in your room and then the search engine, which will have to have a microphone constantly on, that's fine. That's not too different from what we're used to at the moment. Yeah. So you have to ring a bell, like one of those little, you know, from the, from the old, the, the Victorian times when you'd be summoning a housekeeper or something, little ding, ding kind of bell. 
You have one of those in your desk or by your phone at all times, and you ring it, and then the 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 man in the phone hears it and goes, "Ooh, something in this window." He wants to look at again later, and then just holds on to it, puts it in the vault. Then, when you want to go back, go for a ring a ding, and then it shows you what you saw before. The last time you rung. Yeah. See, I do think this system is what's working. I need. I want to make a tweak to the aesthetics of this. Yeah, go, okay. go, go ahead. Uh, what? Like researching is problem number one on the internet. Mm. What's problem number two of the internet? It's anger, angry, angry young folk is the scourge folk. of the internet. There's mm. a lot of hatred, a lot of anger. Instead of a small bell that you ring daintily, how about one of those uh, how hard can you punch games from the fair? Okay, test your strength, the big hammer. A, a test your strength, exactly. Can we scale it down though? Because I don't know if you know everyone has space for a full-scale um, fairground equipment in their front room, and so few people's houses come with it these days. So you know you don't really want to go for a furnished property if that's the only exactly, thing they're furnishing yeah. with. And so, in the same way that a lot of children um, of our era, you know, weren't able to really pick up skateboarding because there wasn't enough outside, but mm. you know, tech decks they really took off. Yeah. Everyone was all about tech deck. Bring the outside in. Can we have tech bell? tech bell <laughs> tech bell because not only is is it a bell for your tech it is also the same brand as tech deck um it is just a small fairground bell thing presumably so you have to you have to hold the hammer between your sort of first and little finger well no the whole thing about the whole thing about tech deck is that your fingers emulate the person so yeah by the same logic with tech bell your fingers would emulate the hammer so it's really just you pushing down a little button as hard as you can to shoot the little no, bell up. I, see, I think the fingers would emulate the hands swinging the hammer. I agree. I think you'd need little gloves that are sort of... On each one holding <laughs> on the each hand. Yeah, you've seen those little <laughs> baby baby hand things you put on the end of your fingertips. Yeah, I'm thinking two of them. Yeah. One on each hand or one on the same hand? Uh, same hand, I think. Okay. I think dexterity is to be... Um, congratulated and applauded exactly yeah. with tiny hands yeah, yes it takes a while to get the technique but once you've got it it's it's very satisfying yeah to do. yeah absolutely. and so I'm, I'm thinking sort of a gavel-esque size for the hammer okay you hold that in your little finger hands oh. swing it at your tech bell if you see something that you maybe want to come back to yeah just like pavlov did just like pavlov did so it's tech deck presents tech bell powered by pavlov technology yeah yeah not good. If that is silence it? doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's the thing. It's not good though. It's not good, it's, but it's not good. But what else are Tech Deck doing right now? They need a win. Tech Deck are in are in desperate need of a win. Yeah, desperate need. I'd I'd go with that if we can acquire the rights to Tech Deck. I'd be a little more keen. How much do you reckon Tech Deck stocks are going for these days? Seven pence on the pound. Just seven. They're just, yeah, seven stocks. Se seven. Seven, uh, seven stock. They've just, they've, they've sort of um, had a few corporate actions and they have limited themselves down to just seven stocks. Yeah. Um, like there are only seven tech deck stocks. And um, I think uh, every sort of continent has a representative now. Tony Hawk. So has I am two the stockholder for Asia. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. And he has a big board. He, he goes to the boardroom, which is empty. 
And the big table in the middle is obviously shaped like a tech deck. It's very small. Of course. Um, Not like a skateboard. It is shaped like a tech it's deck. The se- yeah, no, big difference. Very small. So normal size chair, big room, boardroom size room, tech deck size table in the middle. Yeah. And he sits there okay. all day and waits for the phone to ring, which is beside the table because the table is not big enough to hold the phone. And that's what <laughs> of course, all yeah. of these stockholders are doing across the globe in the seven major continents, just waiting for, uh, wait, waiting for us, quite frankly. Yeah. Waiting for that call, waiting for that new investment. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, we haven't really discussed how it's going to work, but the idea of having a gavel on your desk that you hit when you want to remember something. Yeah. With tiny hands. With tiny hands. Yeah. If, if nothing else, it's, it's, a, it's a welcome sort of tactile experience that you don't get a lot on the internet. Also, by the time, you know, you constantly have that thing. If you walk into a room with an intention to do something, you get there and go, oh God, I forgot what I was doing. Because the, inf- the thing you were going to do clearly wasn't important enough to remember. If you're going to strap on your little hands, pick up the little hammer, get ready to hit the little tech bell mm. because you've seen something, you're going to go through all that rigmarole. You're probably going to remember what that thing is anyway to an extent. So it will be closer to the front of your mind when you come to try and remember it in the future. So actually, it's just a memory exercise. Yeah. It just helps you to associate. Can we appreciate the sentence just uttered, strap on your little hands? Because that is just delightful. I don't think it's the sentence that needs to be admired. It's the complete lack of a fight from either of you after I said it. (laughs) What am I I fighting here? That's the perfect tagline for this product. It's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. You strap on the little hands. Strap on your little hands. Carry on my wayward son. That is... Yeah. (laughs) Strap on the little hands and ride around Sally. Don't you cry it no more. Don't buy this product. Please don't. Please don't. The marketing is is incredibly... um, bad we shouldn't have partnered with tech deck it's it's a hole we dug ourselves i get it but you know we're here now yeah and tech bell long may it remain the one shareholder for this continent is going to be so angry at us who else has a suggestion i go on here this one comes from mel conde that's imelda glz1 on twitter my ex took my dogs how do i get them back (laughs) wait This is, this is going a little outside our usual wheelhouse of, I don't want to say property theft. My ex took my dogs, how do I get them back? Like, that's, that's a police matter. What are we going to do? Yeah. Here is my initial thought about this. There are a couple of things. Now, the interesting parts of this tweet are as follows. Mm. The punctuation is confusing. It's my ex took, so ex hyphen took is the first one that is, jumps out. Okay. And then there is an emoji of just a dog, in case you didn't know what a dog was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then in the hashtags, it's dog napping, but dog napping is spelled D-O-G-K-N-A-P-P-I-N-G. Now, the only way I know napping to be spelled like that, or like nap to be spelled like that, is like a knapsack, which is, I'm thinking, a backpack type thing, right? Yeah, or like Harry Redknapp, but I don't know. Okay, hang on. Let me just do a quick Twitter search. Is Mel Conde Harry Redknapp's ex-girlfriend? Um, is Dognap perhaps Harry Redknapp's persona? <laughs> or his son? Or his son? Is his love child with him and a dog? No, I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> this is my son, Dognap Redknapp. Dog oh, Nap. here we go. I've, I've just Googled Nap. Yeah. K-N-A-P. Yeah. Um, so you can either... It's a noun, and it's archaic, says Google, right? Oh. Throwing shade. Um... 
the crest of a hill, a pathway winding around the nap of a green hill. Alternatively, napping as a verb mm. is the shaping of flint, chert, obsidian, or other <laughs> conchoidal fracturing stone through the process of lithic reduction to manufacture stone tools. Okay, so it's obviously that one. It's obviously that one. So her her ex took has my ex took is turning my yeah. dog into a sword. It's, it's not her current took. <laughs> her ex took is yeah smithing her dog. Now yeah. ex took. I think took is a loving way of describing a toucan. Okay. This toucan was her toucan once. This woman owns many animals. Let me paint you a picture. <laughs> this, this woman owns many animals, and her first animal of choice was a toucan. Who can blame her? Big beak, bright colors, comedy value, likes Guinness. That much is established about toucans. Great pets. Then she wanted something that was more ground dwelling. Naturally, you go to the dog first. I'm sure she probably had a, some some other big animals in there. But... I've never heard a dog referred to as ground dwelling before. Well, yeah, it doesn't live under the ground or above the ground. Joel, it lives on the ground. Okay, it's ground adjacent. Doctor, do nothing. <laughs> Let me finish my storytelling. So the ex took. The toucan that was hers, and then she said, "No room for you at the inn, my dude. Get the hell out of here. It's all. I'm all yeah. about dogs now." It got jealous, jilted, came back in, took the dogs, and went. What's really gonna grind this girl's gears? I'm gonna turn this dog into a hammer. So it's taken the dog up to the crest of a hill to go and transform it through the means you said into a stone piece of. Equipment tooling. So you can understand my urgency in stepping over you on this, Tom. We've got to do something to stop this. It's re- it really is an emergency. The I think there's only one thing you can do: accept the gift of a smithed dog. At this point, two you're not going to catch a toucan. Right? No. If it's strong get... enough to pick up a dog, it's strong enough to like fly away faster than you can run. And if he's going to smith it for you, then the dog will get plus one to all its stats. So it's not really much of an issue you just get back a better dog my dog sword has plus two bite i've got my dog plus one now that's good uh, i'm not proficient in dog it's my ascended dog ah <laughs> i don't know how to wield this i'm too far up the, the thief skill tree to use this dog to its full potential uh, i'll just sell it here's the problem if she couldn't talk the toucan down her speech craft probably isn't good enough to get a good price for that dog I mean, we are, I know we're venturing into dangerously unlistenable territory here, but I would definitely play an RPG in which all of your weapons were just pets. Had been pets mm. at some point. Yeah. Like, yeah, not not Pokemon in which you're like you battle your pets. No, no, no. You have to sacrifice your pets to smith weapons. Like these are my guinea pig throwing knives. And every time you've got to like put it down on like the blacksmith's anvil and like raise the hammer above your yeah. head and like <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a big bad coming. What are we calling this game? Dog sword. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, that sounds like the Elder Scrolls Six. The only okay. So I, I, my suggestion was demonagerie. That's good. Like demon and menagerie, but dog sword <laughs> really cuts <laughs> through all the fluff there. <laughs> if you're part of the pun, <laughs> puns. I love it. Dog. Dog sword. Now, is there a way you could spell it to make it look fantasy e? D O double G. Da 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 da. Sword. Hang on. <laughs> is Snoop Dogg an NPC? Is Snoop Dogg the main. Is Snoop. Hang on. 
Hang on. You play as Snoop. You play. Okay. You play as Snoop. You begin in a sm- in in the small town of Dogsville. Yeah. Young Snoop. Yep. Knee. Snoopy dogs. Snoopy dog has been contacted by a higher power. Yes. Uh, and is on a quest to retrieve the legendary dog sword <laughs> from Lady Toucan. Yeah. There's something there. Not for us. Or for- <laughs> but, but for everybody else, Dog Sword is going to be a huge hit. Dog Sword, coming soon to Kickstarter. <laughs> Give us money for pro- promises. Yes, please. Um, Tom, you, you had something for us, someone we need to help. Now that um, Dog Sword has not been helpful <laughs> at all. <laughs> I do. Uh, this comes to us from Derpsicles on Reddit. Thank you very much, Derpsicles. Who says, I can't hear Netflix when I eat cereal. Mm. It's the age-old choice. It is either or. You... Netflix or get your fix of food. Really? Netflix or wheat bix. I was watching a, a video the other day that was sort of taking the mick out of um, watching films on the plane and how whenever the pilot makes an announcement, the video pauses <laughs> um, for the announcement and then it will continue after the announcement. Is this not some tech that we could maybe harness for <laughs> what? Bite by cereal bite. based bite by bite. So every time there's like it, there must be like a gate. So if there's m- too much noise internally, then whatever you're listening to or whatever you're watching stops, pauses. It says, what do you call it? Mastication in process. <laughs> yeah, in progress. Sorry, mastication in progress. Um, media suspended. Now uh... and then, as soon as you stop chewing. It resumes. Now you're uh, you're both you're both uh, gamers more so than I would call myself. Uh, you're you're familiar with the 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 gamer headset, you know, ear ear on one, microphone on the other. Yes. Now, if you take this, where it's usually plugged into a game controller uh, at the bottom, mm. so you can please. It's called a Game Boy. Okay, so you plug this into your Sega. And mm. you hear the sounds of Sonic's uh, backstory. And then you get the game in the ear and you talk through the top and then it works out where the voice is coming from and yada, yada, yada. I reckon best way to implement this tech, mm. headphone jack on the bottom of the bowl. And I'm not going to argue with you because you're holding nope. scissors. Absolutely. I've just seen that come through my, through my feed and I'm terrified and will Head- give you whatever you want. Headphone jack. <laughs> Headphone jack. Headphone jack in the bottom of the bowl. Okay. So how... What? How? Contact mic. I, I think it's got... Well, that'll be every time you rustle the cereal in the bowl, which is not when it's loudest. It's loudest when it's in your face hole. It depends on how loud the cereal is. Mm. You need a lapel mic, really. Yeah. Well, this is what the headset mic is for, because it doubles down, because mm. it also... It takes, in, it takes into account crunch of the mouth. Mm where the first crunch is the loudest and every successive crunch is quieter incrementally. Yes. Yeah. So you get that for the, for the mouth crunch and then you get plugged into the bottom of the bowl, which is then wirelessly connected to Netflix, which some means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has a base response of, here's how loud the cereal is, so this is how much I'll boost the volume by at rest. So when your cereal bowl is empty, it then therefore stops boosting the volume by that much and can just go back down to normal volume. Now, hang on. My original suggestion was pausing the video. You're suggesting drowning out the cereal with noise. Yeah. I don't think you... If you're in the middle of a, a, a climactic scene of series one of Prison Break, 
or any other great titles that may or may not yeah. be on Netflix, you're not going to want to stop every time you're having a crunch. So my suggestion is just match wherever the bass crunch sound is right. with an appropriately equal boost in volume. So when you look at the kind of the peaks and troughs of it, it goes up when the mm. crunch sound goes up, goes down when the crunch sound goes down. When the cereal yeah. bowl is empty, then it returns to normal volume. Okay, so it's like mastication calibration. Yeah, mastication calibration. That is excellent. Can we make one small adjustment to it? And it's not that the volume goes up in terms of just bringing a fader up. It's that all the characters yell. Okay, so you're... Uh, so it's interactive. Now, uh, ooh, okay. So a lot of shows, like high-budget shows, if there are like, any outside shots or things in noisy areas or like live sets or anything, mm. actors will have to come in after the actual main shots have been filmed and do overdubs so that their speech is more yeah. clearly heard. Are you proposing that if they are doing overdubs, they record two? One normal, one shouting. Yep. So that you can fade between normal and shouting when the crunch is higher. Absolutely. So, Which... so on screen, they, they will still appear as if they are talking calmly, as yeah. the original scene would be, but it's just, I love you, Maureen! I always <laughs> love just... you! <laughs> I'll always be there by your side! Yeah, yeah but I like, word by word. I prefer re-recording the scene with the shouting <laughs> what so the emotion is still baked into their face and it what fades between the two it'll scenes? fade between the two the two cuts yeah so so <laughs> it's going to it's going to introduce a little bit of overhead to netflix but they've got the budget oh that you know they've I got think. the budget so record each film twice of course one at normal yeah and <laughs> then at- one at peak yelling yeah <laughs> every scene at a hundred all the time yeah what if you're watching something like, what was it, A Quiet Place? That horror film about not talking? Was that yeah. A Quiet if, Place? What if, if you're watching something like that? If you're watching A Quiet Place while eating cereal, you're a serial killer. Mm. You're a monster. You you're are a, mo- okay. a monster. Worse than the monsters in the film. So you, that's, that's out. Not every film. I think it can't be every film. No. For instance, for instance, things like anything with Nick Cage in it, he can't record a version in which he's going any more than he already is. Because his little heart will give out. So Will this force him to record a weaker version? Are some actors sort of um in the same way that you might be trained, you know, to do better at sort of drama stuff or comedy stuff or whatever, maybe some actors are better at the loud and some actors are better at the quiet. Mm. What if it is different actors? So what, what if you same hu- scene? But with a yeah. quiet cast. Quiet cast and a loud cast. Now yeah. that I think we've hit upon the solution. Like, uh, so you look at something like Harry Potter, for example. Um, good example because you have scenes where the, the people are younger. Hmm. So you've got obviously Danny Radcliffe playing Harry Potter, modern day, quiet. Yep. But then you would also have someone playing Harry Potter, brackets, child, brackets, loud. Yep. And child, quiet. Yep. Yeah, no, so like, there's quite a lot of different roles. There. It's going to create more jobs. It is, absolutely. Like, we're already putting a hell of a burden on our actors to, you know, mm. play all the volumes. Jesus, right. that's ridiculous I to mean, ask. S- you know, some, some actors will be able to do both, and they'll be the ones mm. that can get the big bucks. For instance, Dwayne yeah. Johnson, you know that dude can talk quiet, but he's also good at the shouts. Oh, he can do both, you for know, sure. He, you know how he's already, like, one of the most highly paid actors in Hollywood? It's because he can do both. And I know Hollywood has seen this trend coming a mile off and has gone... Invest in Dwayne. Sink all your money into Dwayne. 
Here's the thing. There's two personas to that guy. There's The Rock and there's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is the quiet one. The Rock is the shouting. Mm. Anytime you see him on screen and he's shouting, he's The Rock still. Yeah. Anytime you see him on screen, he's like doing the eyebrow thing or saying it's all about family, Kevin Hart, my friend in my film. He is, he's being Dwayne. (laughs) Spoilers. See, now, will we eventually get to a point where the kind of casting draws Mm. can be equally as strong for the loud and the quiet versions of the film. Because Dwayne could potentially get a little bit part as a loud actor for Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, I think you have a lot of character, a lot of actors at the moment that sort of come as double acts. Um, I mean, you have the obviously comedy duos, but then you have um, things like, obviously there was that era of Tim Burton where it was Johnny Depp and it was Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. They came as a double act. Yeah. Obviously they were playing different roles, but in our kind of, new wave of cinema it's going to be a double act playing one role Hmm. that actually is kind of perfect so like if you book george Clooney, you have to book nick cage doing loud yeah he's like the understudy sort of this is my loud study this is this is my shout man a thunder study (laughs) this is my thunder study yes i do like thunder study yes yeah (laughs) thunder study is great um are we going to be able to transition this to sort of live action as in like plays or is it strictly a cinema and and tv based i think if it's going to be a live action or a play you need to make a decision before the start of you know there's intervals for instance yeah i think you put more intervals into the play but you have two plays going on in Mm. side by side theaters (laughs) two two next door rooms yeah okay and so you'd have to soundproof between the two otherwise the loud one's gonna bleed into the quiet one but yeah, of course. You go into the theater appropriate to which theater snack you are bringing with you. Right. Okay. If you like me, whenever I go to the cinema, are deciding to snack down on like a bag of squares and an apple, the two loudest things you can do outside of popcorn in a cinema, then you're yeah. probably going to go to shouty one. If you're having the far more uh, acceptable tortilla and a banana then yeah. no sounds you're not going to you're not going to cover up anyone's quiet talking so you know you just choose appropriately but if you go i'm not eating anything in this part of it you can go to the quiet one because there'll be no sound if you go actually i'm quite hungry i'll now pop next door to the loud one so i can have my you know bag of snail shells or whatever fun thing you want to eat so could there be a kind of like open walkway between the two rooms so you can slip in and out as and when um you're gonna be like you know what i actually do fancy some crisps for a couple of minutes i'm gonna go to the loud room yeah what about if they were rather than being next to each other horizontally they were vertically stacked yeah i was just thinking of the flume <laughs> my, my my first my first my first thought was a, was a fun slide like yeah you did you ever go to like those big play centers which had the the like rubber band nets that you fell through and the ball pits mm. and the like crazy climbing bits and they had those big vertical slides you sat on the top and just like i'm just gonna fall straight down and you kind of your gravity yeah yeah drop slide yeah just one of them every seat to seat and then you just have to you know quietly so the quiet which one will be below quiet or loud i think loud's got to be below because when you fall you're you're going to hit the ground quite hard yeah yeah if you you don't want to break yeah and then we we can't give you too much of a landing ramp because that'll obviously take up more space yeah so it's it's going to be like it's going to be like a drop side like you said but there won't be so much of the sort of leveling out at the bottom no it won't be a curve it's just a it's it it's, it's very focused on the drop rather than the slide you will slide for a bit you're hmm will you slide can we legally say that you'll slide or is it just a drop you could you you could you could slide there you is could a... slide if you're with brackets if you're wearing ice shoes yep 
And you came in from a different direction. And it's to also, the one that we, and if uh, you if you want to go from loud to quiet, it's less awkward to kind of like climb past people because everyone's going to be chomping away on their loud stuff. So you're not going exactly, to you're not yeah. going to make a distraction. You can kind of quietly sneak back in as you do if you ever leave a cinema or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cool. The Thunder Study system. Yeah, Thunder Study. Um, and, and we can put it out into music as well. We can record, you know, two versions of every single. Um, and get Denzel Curry to perform all the loud versions. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, he's the only loud musician. I can't think of one musician who's ever been loud. Or at the very least, can you think of one who's ever been louder? Tom, I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't think of a musician. No. I'm no. drawing a blank. It was it, it was gonna be Denzel Curry, but I can't we can't both say him. No. We're gonna move on then to our sort of um rejigged horsemelon symposium segment. Um I put out a tweet just before we started recording. Um, asking for suggestions on the hashtag HMS, the Horsemelon Symposium, of course, not the boat one. No, um, I don't. I had a quick look at hashtag HMS. More boat tweets than I would have thought. Huh. We're we're gonna we're gonna have to address that at some point. Um, get the lawyers on board. <laughs> it's fine for now. I'm gonna throw out some words here because we've we've got we've got some suggestions. How many do you want me to throw out? Are we sticking with the, with the usual three? I think I think the three. If we have a backlog of more, we'll just get to them next time. Okay. So we have one here from Arthur Liao, which is conditioning. Mm. We have one here from Kyle Eric Thorne, which is Roomba. And we have two from our boy Clam. He, he, don't, he, he don't play by the rules. He's he a... don't play by the rules. Um, I think we need to choose just one. Yep. Do, you, do you want me to pick one at random or do you want to flip a coin or what? Pick one at random. Yeah, I trust you. Surprises. I trust your judgment. We've got Roomba, conditioning, and family. It's come to a head. Roomba Watch 2K19, they're here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Roomba conditioning on its own as a phrase is terrifying. Yeah, but family Roomba conditioning. Family Roomba conditioning. Roomba conditioning family. Maybe they're allies of the Roombas. Maybe, they're, maybe they are a, a team of five people. Not necessarily related, but they travel... As a family. You know who I always viewed as being like a family? Mm. The Power Rangers. Because... Yeah. So yeah. these are the Roomba Rangers. Yeah. So they are... The... What is a Roomba doing if not conditioning the home? It's turning the condition of the home from one where there is dust to mm. the condition where there is not. So the Roomba conditioning family yeah are actually a series of five different robots which condition different areas of the house we've established on multiple occasions that roombas are kind of tethered to the ground space they mm. can only do much they, like a dog much like a dog dogs and roombas together at last <laughs> roombas make bad hammers though so don't use them uh so the roomba is tethered to the floor so it can condition that part of the house very well but there are so many other elements which would benefit from an automated robotic system and so therefore the Roomba conditioning family are five separate units or four. We haven't worked out the number yet. This is what we're here to do now, which can help you condition slash improve the different areas of your house that one Roomba alone cannot do. So if we had to say which other parts of the house could do from a good cleaning or conditioning or fixing, what do mm. you reckon the big hitters are? So Roomba's got the floor covered. We don't need to worry about yeah, the floor. Roomba's on the floor. So we, we're looking here at basically a Henry Hoover-esque family suite, but... Different names for different areas. So, I mean, number one, kitchen tops, right? Yeah, yeah. Roomba can't Gotta do them. Be kitchen tops. He'd Roomba off. can't do those. That and the stove. We need a specialized kitchen one. Yeah, kitchen uh, Roomba. Yeah. So, what we need a name for kitchen Roomba? Well, no. If we go by Power Rangers, you've got you know they will just 
they were all the color then ranger. So yeah, if you just if you just specify that the Roomba for the floor is floor Roomba, yeah, and then food and then Roomba, kitchen Roomba or food food Roomba I like. Yeah, um, wet Roomba for bathrooms, of yep. course. Yep, um, sleep Roomba, S- yeah, or soft soft Roomba. Oh yeah, no for laundry. Like he can mm. actually like get in your drawers. Oh god, <laughs> he's very small. That That's one. Horrible. You wake up in the middle of the night and your sort of chest of drawers is just vibrating. Oh, that's just going to be soft, Roomba. Just, go, just yeah, going at it. Just doing so, his duties. Uh, have you got wall Roomba, like a suction-based one that does all the walls? Yeah, yeah. walls get walls get pretty dirty. That's true. And then I think the only other one would be um, clear Roomba, who would do the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Glass Roomba. Oh, and and obviously unseen Roomba, who is just in the pipes. Plum Roomba. Plum. Yeah. Plumber. No, plumber. Plumber. Well, no, 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 because that doesn't. Like, he's got. They've got it all adhere. Unless it's like the White Ranger from the Power Rangers movie, in which he wasn't actually part of the core group, but then he comes into it later on because of the power of mm. friendship or some shit. I don't remember. Maybe. Now, um, if we're going with the with the Power Rangers aesthetic and the Power Rangers yeah. rule set, which I oh, do yeah. love, they've, they've all they're, they're all gonna. They're all going to form together into a big, like, Zord, Zord thing. Yeah, Megazord, yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Because yeah. the Roombas already, we've, we've discussed this at length on Roomba Watch 2K19. Mm. They are yep. plotting to kill us. Yep. Are we all right with giving them enough numbers to create a Roomba Megazord? Here's what I'm going to say about that. Think how efficient they would be at cleaning if they were all in a big humanoid form. Mm. Yes, but think how efficient they'd be at cleaning us from the world. Well, yeah. you've got to have a kill switch with all these things, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, Captain Planet, our powers combined, form of a fucking tree or whatever Captain Planet does. Uh, so you've got, so how, ma- how many did we settle on? We have floor Roomba, wet Roomba, soft Roomba, wall Roomba, food Roomba, and glass Roomba, was it? Oh, and pipe Roomba. That's seven Roombas. Yeah. Yeah. That's one for every stock in Tech Deck. It. And like that's the thing though They'll have the latent powers of every single one of them So not only is this a giant humanoid Roomba This is the giant humanoid Roomba that can go on walls Through the pipes Underwater Like We've created the ultimate killing slash cleaning machine Yeah but much like I'm going to bring it back round to Power Rangers They could have activated that Megazord at any point And they didn't They only did it to fight the giant monsters So therefore there's going to have to be something hard coded into them That they can only form uh, they can only form their their full like mega Roomba form mm. when there is a for really big spills, really big spills. Like one, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes a Roomba will bump into something that is too big for it to clean up. If you were to yeah. drop a plate of spaghetti on the floor, the Roomba's going to look at that and go, "Well, ah, bounce off. See you later." Whereas the mega Roomba or the is it mega Roomba or Roomba Zord? What's better, Roombot? <laughs> Roombot. 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 Yeah, the Roombot. Okay, no, yeah. that's that's better. Yeah. So if if the, the Roombot is only going to form when there is a really big mess, and then as soon as it's cleaned, it will go back down to normal again. Okay. At first. <laughs> it's feeding. It's learning. But we can't stop it, so we might as well make some money from it. Yeah, exactly. And think about it. We've talked time and time again on on this show about the, the dangers of the, the Roombocalypse, Roomboc, whatever. Mm-hmm. We've We've given it some different names. Never once have we thought how we can profit from it. Also, this is the thing. Profit's a very big thing. There are seven of these motherfuckers. Oh, mm. How expensive is it going to be? Because you know you've got to make one of them like inorbitantly expensive. Like, Oh, yeah. 
And they only work together if you've got the latest one of all of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And we were rolling out updates every, like, two months. Every day. Yeah, so actually, we can, we, can, we can cover our backs on this pretty good. The only way someone would be able to do anything untoward with it is if they went into a big store and bought all seven at the same day, installed them all, got the firmware updates from all of them at the same time, which would take a long time yeah. to update, and then enacted it. But by the time, but if we knew about that, it would send out a signal and we can just go do the, you know, flick the switch and then suddenly it all falls apart and it's all good. We can control it and still make a lot of money from it. Yeah. Okay. So the Roomba, what was it? The Roomba conditioning family, yeah. the RCF. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely do think that well, I can put my ethical concerns to one side just to make some money. Yeah. I think we've missed a trick here. These are fantastic for cleaning your home. Yep. But the Roombas, in no small part thanks to us, have a bad image problem. Mm. This seems ripe for a children's cartoon based on these characters. This is a Saturday morning cartoon waiting to happen. The RCF Force. Well, when we were talking, obviously, Roomba conditioning is sort of the behind-the-scenes term. Much in the way that social conditioning is you know, getting people to think the right way about society or whatever. Roomba conditioning is getting people to think the right way about Roombas. And the right way to think is give us money. Let me, uh, <laughs> let, let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Right now, in this exact moment, I've got three things that I'd like to ask your opinion on, and then I'll ask why afterwards. Okay. What are your opinions on mummies, sharks, and rats who ride bicycles and are from Mars? Pretty positive on all three, right? They're all just sweet and you know why you think they're all sweet cartoons that all came out at the same time yeah. which conditioned us to think so god damn it that's why i liked beyblades yeah it's all coming back mummies alive biker mice from mars and street sharks were all propaganda material put out mm. along with toys to actually change the image to condition us to think well positively about these things that were previously negative Yes. If we enact the Roomba conditioning family as toys which are also good around the house, but then we make an animated series about them, like Joel said, we can actually do good for the public image of Roombas, undo all the harm that has been done by their growing sentience and agency, and uh, turn the tide of this impending apocalypse. We've never thought to stop, we, we never thought that it could be stopped, but I think with enough hard work and conditioning, we could actually make a real difference. Sorted. Is this just our, our, our public speech to the sort of shareholders to mitigate damages? Because I don't think we really believe we can change Roombas. No, I absolutely... I, we I, know we can't. Of course not. I absolutely well, don't believe it. Going yeah, to. just cut out that bit that I just said and put some inspirational music under it. Pitch that. We're done. Ready to go. Like, obviously, I don't believe it. I'm not a sap. I'm getting the first, you know, shuttle out of here. Yeah. As soon as they start gaining enough traction. But until then, let's... The moment I see the first video of someone uh, like making Roombot for the first time, I'm, mm. I'm in the bunker. I ain't leaving. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I've, yeah, all the money we've made from our ventures so far have been putting into the bunker. And not to, not to sort of fortify the bunker. The bunker is just full of money. Yeah. The bunker is paper. The outside, inside, and all of the sides of it are paper. Exactly. Yeah. And so, 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 so therefore, that's... Uh... So, so you, you can't get us in the bunker we've decided <laughs> you know why it's a it's it's illegal to burn anything that's money so you can't burn me out i am in money i'm of money i'm within it so therefore that's how they're to come get your 
Broomba conditioning family now. Oh, he's back. I knew he'd be back. He, there he is. He jumped back in and then he, just as quickly as he came, he left again. He's just always on the move. I think we'll leave things there for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. And if you enjoyed what you heard, that's great. You should tell a friend about it. You should tell them that we're here, that we exist, that we've got a, uh, a great new product in the Roomba conditioning family. And if you tune in uh, Saturday, mo- Saturday morning about 8 a.m., uh, to watch the latest episode um, and have your children be violently advertised towards, then everything will be okay and we won't need to have any further discussion. <laughs> no one's going to have to pay a visit to your house? No one's going to have to pay a visit to your house. No one's going to need to get the Roomba and set it on you. We, would, we wouldn't want that. No one would. So in the meantime, share it with your friends, the, the show, and... And our show as well, not just the Rumba show. Share our show, the podcast. Tell them about it. We got Spotify, we got SoundCloud, we got iTunes. Let them know what we're about. Get to it. And such marvelous inventions and steps in the right direction as the Roomba Family Variety Hour, or whatever it ends up coming to with you know, after HR and all the all the the marketing men have gotten to it. Uh, I mean, things like that wouldn't be possible were it not for fan submissions. Like who was it? The who was it that got in touch this week? Uh, we had. Arthur Liao. Thank you. And we had Kyle Eric Thorne. And we had our boy Anthony Martin, a clam man. Arthur, Kyle and Clam, thank you very much. Uh, If you want to have your suggestions for an HMS turn into comedy gold in next week's episode, please do get in touch. Uh, Please do hashtag something with HMS or just tweet at us. We're at FWScast on Twitter. Or you can get in touch with us on Facebook with First World Solutions. Or if you want to go a bit more analog, a bit more old school with it, you can email us. That's right. Email. One step above facts. Is that analog now? Comparative to, I think, you know, the other ones. The twits. Yeah, twits is the future, granddaddy. Uh, you can find us at fwscast at gmail.com. Please do get in touch and uh, send your questions, queries, problems and prompts our way. We'd love to hear from you. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. It always helps us out and we really enjoy reading what you guys think of the show. Uh, is there something you want changed? Is there something you don't want to change? Should we get rid of Frederick Two Pennies? Two Shine? Is that his name? Frederick Two Shine! Should we get rid of him? Should we fire him? Because he's really. Frederick Two Shine's like a bad rash. <laughs> the only cure back. is more penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, let us know what we should do with him. Uh, and if you are listening to us on Spotify, please share that follow link around. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems? Precisely.